Welcome to Be the Phoenix of Your Own Life, The Feminine Rising. My name is Julie Paulston. I am your host, and I am so absolutely honored that you stopped by. Each week, I'm going to be sharing my own personal journey, and I'm also going to be interviewing some incredible people that will be sharing their journeys as well, in hopes that we can educate, motivate, and inspire you to live the best possible life that you can. So grab your favorite beverage, maybe a snack or two, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Because at the end of the day, this truly is all about you. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back to being the phoenix of your own life, the feminine rising. So it's so funny how the universe works. I usually have a guest and they just, you know, appear. Well, today I got a twofer. And I have two guests. They are called the spiritual mamas or spirit mamas. And it is so funny because they are just, we just like had the little talk. You always do this little talky talky thing before you, you, you start recording. And I was telling them that, you know, you guys know you've listened for a while. Uh, you guys know that there is, there is no censoring. And, um, we were talking about, they were like, yes, <laughs> because, you know, I cuss a lot and I'm cute. It's a delicate balance. And I was telling them, uh, one of the gals sit, drop the F bomb. And I was like, I want to sometimes stand on a mountaintop and yell, somebody bring me a fuck. Cause I have lost all of my and that is how we roll in this podcast. And as you know, I don't introduce people because it always sounds like they're on a dating site. And I personally think nobody can introduce themselves better than they can. And so I would like to introduce you to Tiff and Victoria. They are the spirit mamas and they are some pretty badass women located in Atlanta, Georgia. And we are going to learn all about them and their journey. So rock, paper, scissor, ladies, who would like to introduce themselves first? Hi, listeners. I'm Victoria. I'm so excited to be here today. Julie, your energy is infectious. I don't think I've stopped smiling since we got on. But I am a mama, a breathwork facilitator, an Akashic Records reader, a bunch of other woo-woo shit. But basically, I am here to help empower you, uplift you and give you the tools that you need to trust and listen to your intuition. And my other half, my better half, Tiffany, is going to introduce herself. Hello, everyone. I am Tiffany, the other half of Spirit Mamas. I am a certified Reiki healer. I am also a certified sound healer, and I am in intuitive. So all the wounds. I also am a mother and a wife. I have two boys, an 11-year-old, and we started all the way over with a two-year-old. So yeah, fuck me. <laughs> Girl, let me tell you. Hey, you know, my kids, you know, my kid's nine. Hey, why not? Let's just, let's just start all over with bottles and diapers because, you know, I got nothing else better to do in my life. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. But I'm so oh. happy that, <laughs> that you had us have us on, Julie. And like Victoria said, like your energy is amazing. I've been laughing the entire last 10 minutes. So I appreciate you bringing me to a high this morning. <laughs> oh, you are so, so welcome. Well, I ask everybody that comes on the show uh, a question. And so I want both of you to answer it because I think it's pivotal 
because you guys didn't just like walk out your door and stumble and trip over each other and go, hey, let's just start a company together. I think that there's a definite story behind it. So the question that I always ask people is we've all been in the shit pit. We've all been in the ashes in our lives. What is a pivotal moment that you were in the ashes and you had to reclaim that divine inner Phoenix and rise above? And how has that impacted your life now and going forward? Do you see it going forward? Absolutely. So we 100% wouldn't have spirit mamas without my shit pit moment. I had a miscarriage at the end of 2018. And I truly, truly believe now that it was meant to catapult me into this spiritual journey, spiritual awakening, spiritual path. If you had met me even then or in 2017, the fact that I co-own a business called Spirit Mamas, you would have been like, what, what, Victoria? Like, who are you? Like, that's insane. And so it really brought me to my knees, surrendering to the universe to say, okay, what's, what's next? Like what good can come from this? And it really allowed me to dig deep and find a meditation practice. I would have said I was kind of mindful previously, but not really. But every morning after the miscarriage, I got on my yoga mat, I moved my body, I danced it out, and then I would meditate and just journal whatever came out of me. And thankfully I got pregnant again and had my son Sebastian at the end of 2019. And as I was just breastfeeding him, talking to Tiffany, we had both gone through this journey of, of miscarriage and rebirth of ourselves and birth of our children. And we'd gone through these various spiritual certifications and knew we wanted to help people, but didn't know what that could look like. And Tiffany just said, what if we called it spirit mamas? And we looked it up and it was an angel number to purchase the domain. And we really started just doing like one-on-one sessions with people, but we have found such magic in bringing women together in ceremony and in community. So now we focus on full moon circles, but also specific containers, uh, one called healing the mother wound actually, that takes you through all of the lower chakras and helps you move out a lot of that like ancestral trauma and shit that you're carrying that isn't even yours, that you don't even know belongs maybe to your mother or your mother's mother or your mother's mother. And it has been just such a rewarding journey to know that out of such sorrow came so much joy and lightness. And my true purpose and passion in the world is to help mamas find the love in their hearts for themselves that they have for their babies. And a thousand percent, it wouldn't have happened without that miscarriage. So I I thank that little baby spirit for coming in and doing what they needed to do to get me on the right path. Um, So that was my moment. But Tiff, I want to hear yours. So I feel like I have so many moments because in life, as you know, it's just up and down. And so when me and Victoria started to, I mean, decide to launch Spirit Mamas, I was already gone through my spiritual awakening years ago. I feel like when my oldest son was probably around the age of five. Um, But what I will say is that we launched Spirit Mamas and during the midst of us launching Spirit Mamas, me and my husband were in a very dark Space. And just now are we at a place where I can kind of see the light. And in, in marriage, that happens, right? But I think for me, it knocked me off my feet and it allowed me to focus more on me, the mom, the healer, because my purpose is to heal. 
um, and help people, you know, um, find their true purpose, whether you're a mom or anybody, we all have this magic inside of us. And so as we're launching Spirit Mamas, I'm in this dark space and I feel like it allowed me to just persevere and push forward. And even though we're still <laughs> in a gray space, I won't say it's as dark right now, I still, I realize now the focus is, should always be on me because if I can't pour into myself, then I can't pour into my kids. I can't pour into my marriage and I can't pour into our followers who are some badass women, by the way. So I would say mine, mine isn't as long as yours, Victoria, right now, because I feel like through life, I've just been like this roller coaster. But I will say the last two years has been a pretty, pretty dark place for me. And I, I'm thankful for Spirit Mamas for allowing me to see my true gift and true purpose. I think that is, I just love these answers because it just, it aligns so well with not only what goes on in, in my personal life, but what we're seeing in the industry, because I think there is a misconception in the coaching industry. I think that people think that coaches don't have dark days. People think that coaches are like these spiritual woo-woos and whether you're making $200,000 a month or whether you're making $200 a month that, you know, we're, we're in this space of, oh, everything's fine. I'm fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. And I think that going through these darkest moments give us the tools to be able to identify with more women. And I love what you said about whether you have children or not, we're all mamas because we are mamas to our friends. We're mamas to our, our loved ones, our cousins, who doesn't matter, our siblings. And it brings up one of the things that I've always said is that, and I, I would love to hear your take on this. When we were little girls, the first toy usually you're given is a dolly. And we're told, take care of the dolly, take care of the dolly, feed the baby, take care of the baby. And so from that very imprintable age of, you know, a year to a year and a half to two years, we're taught all of a sudden now to take care of something that's outside of ourselves. And so from there, we go into take care, taking care of siblings. And then if our parents are dysfunctional, taking care of parents. And from the very young age, women are taught to take care of everything else out here. And we're never taught how, or very rarely, unless you have a very awakened parent, but even with that generational trauma, we don't know how to take care of ourselves. And we have that guilt and that shame of, mm, you should be, you shouldn't go to the bathroom by yourself. You shouldn't go to, for a walk by yourself. And I would love to hear your input on what you think and how we can start to change the rhetoric and let go of the guilt and the shame of taking care of everything out here. Cause like you said, Tiff, you can't, do anything when you're not pouring into yourself. So I would love you guys to, to chime in on that. It's so funny. We were, I was having a conversation actually with my mother-in-law about this this morning uh, because my son is obsessed with cars and was playing with his cars. And she was just kind of musing, like if we had given him dolls earlier, if he would play with them instead. And I said, actually we did because I wanted to be open and he just went after the cars and so it is just such an interesting thought because it's so ingrained in us as women that everyone else comes first. And even as you get older without children, you look to everyone else to validate your feelings, to validate 
your answers. Uh, as a new mom, I look to Google for everything to tell me. And I think that's part of what we love to do is remind you that you have that power. You have those answers and you're the only person that has the answers for you and your life that what works for me and Tiffany may not work for you. And we just want to provide you with that spiritual toolkit so that you can pick and choose on any given day, the thing that's best for you and letting go of that shame and of that guilt is hard. It's so ingrained in us. But I think when you start to feel really fucking good as a person, because you're choosing you, I feel like a light bulb goes off and it's not selfish. And I'll scream that from the rooftops that taking time for yourself is imperative. It's necessary. We were just talking the other day that we both took solo vacations this year as moms. And I decided I didn't care what people thought that I needed that time away from my family to be a better mom to come back and be a better human shit. We were locked in the same house together for like 18 months. Like I, I needed some alone time and there is no shame in that. You are not lying on that. (laughs) People have been locked up in their houses and it's like all of a sudden at the beginning of COVID, they're like, Oh, I love my husband. This is the best thing ever. And then by like halfway in, they're like, uh, I'm not hearing from my married friends. How y'all doing? Y'all still alive? (laughs) <laughs> Did anybody need a, a shovel or, you know, is, is everything okay? So yeah, that's an awesome point. Exactly. And so for us, those rituals for yourself can be super practical, like going for a walk, getting in nature, getting outside, or they can be as woo-woo as you want. I come back to my breath a lot. And it's to me as simple as taking a second to breathe in and out and just check in with my body and ask my body what it needs. Like when was the last time, Julie, that you stopped and said, Hey body, what do you need today? Oh, I got the, uh, the blinding halt, uh, last week. Uh, a lot of people know I, I posted on the last Wednesday and Thursday was super dark. And I have a friend of mine that is very trauma informed who does breath work and tapping and all of that. And she led me through some breath stuff because I was so up in my chest and my throat and panicky and spinning And then when I did take that deep breath, it was, you know, take your ass to the beach. And she asked me, when's the last time you went to the beach? And I was like, oh God, I is. And I, and that is a ritual that I've always had is Sunday mornings, four miles walking at the beach, sitting on the beach and just toes in the sand and, and just absorbing. And so that's a huge, huge, I I just love that. Taking a breath and asking your body what you need. We think it's woo woo and it's silly, but I double dog dare anybody that's listening right now even if you're driving, well, if you're driving, don't close your eyes and do it because I'm not going to be responsible for your car wreck. But when you can, and even with your eyes open, just take those breaths and ask your body, what do you need right now? And be open to the answer. Yes. I agree with everything Victoria said. And, um, so this is very what I'm about to say, but I believe that we all have many lives and before you can become a woman, a female, you vibrate a little lower and you might've been a male first. <laughs> so I feel like if you look at it that way, we just, women, we come here already prepared to nurture, whether it's our friends, a baby or whatever. Now I do, one of my friends, she always says this, no gender norms. She has two twins, um, her and her partner um, have a boy and a girl. 
and they wanted them both to have no gender norms. And I love when my son hangs with this particular group of kids because he comes back and he just has so, and we, we definitely raised our oldest to be very open and where we live in Atlanta is very open. Um, and so I love that and I, and I make it apparent to my sons that like, hey, if you wanna play with this doll or if you wanna play with whatever, go for it. But I think as women, there's something spiritually when we get here that, that we, we're already put in place to like take lead, take control, even though society will have you think that we are not supposed to be leading we truly are brought here to lead. I mean, you can look at the chromosomes. We're the X, they're the Y. They're missing a whole tail over here. So we we are just a little bit more advanced anyway. <laughs> oh my God, I, I, I like, I had to unmute because I'm like, oh my God, I love that so, I love that so, so much, so much. Um, a friend of mine, my other Tiff said that, you know, we, you have these energy cycles, like every 5,000 years, we swing energy cycles. And for the last 5,000 years, it's been very masculine. And that's why you see the wars, the patriarchal society, all of the things. Well, in 2009, it started to shift into the divine feminine energy. And so there's going to be the dismantling of the patriarchal. And you see it in society right now. When I don't care whether you believe in the woo or if you're sitting here going, y'all are a bunch of fucking crazy bitches. I don't care if that's how you feel. If you look at society, the evidence is in front of us. We are seeing the dismantling of the patriarchal society. I mean, I don't care what side of the fence you are on. We have a woman in the White House. We have a woman of color in the White House. If that doesn't signify a shift, and if it and it, here's the thing is it scares the boys. They get they get they they get a little scared when we say that you know the women will save this world, and I truly believe that the women will save the world. And not if you're not you're not girl, go ahead. You ain't never too woo. Well, awesome. <laughs> no, because I'm a little woo. -woo. <laughs> not not as crazy as some of my friends can be, but I love it. But yeah, so. Agree with everything you said, you said, and I do think it's interesting that we come here and we're handed a doll at first and you, you have to take care of everyone but yourself. But like Victoria said, one thing we try to teach women and mamas is how to tap back into yourself, use your intuition, because we all have it. And just, you already have the answer. You just have to stop, take that breath, ask yourself, and the answer will come through. I think that that is so important. And I think that that's something that we look for that external validation from the time that we're little, you know, we question our intuition because our intuition tells us we pull up to a stop sign and we get that little tiny nudge, go left. And we're like, no, 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 I need to go right. And we override it with logic. And if we would take the intuition, the magic of the journey. Oh my gosh. I've started doing that this over this last year and a half with, you know, with the, I call it the trifecta of unfortunate events, you know, July 11th, 2020, I broke my wrist in three places. August 27th, I got fired from my job and September 15th, hurricane Sally came and I had three feet of water in my house and I lost everything. So, you know, it's one of those things that the universe Ladies, if you aren't listening to those nudges, the universe is going to grab you by 
the scruff of the neck and say, listen, especially at now I'm 54. You guys are a lot younger than I am. When you get into the middle of our life, the universe is like, listen, I'm not fucking around with you anymore. You have a dream inside of you and I'm tired of you playing small. So it's time to step up. Do you guys, how do you guys feel about that? I just got literal chills as you were saying that. Like it's, it is time to step the fuck up. Like it, our mind is so strong and we live in such a society that lives in the mind and in um, that part of the body. And it is hard to turn it off. I get it. And it takes practice, but it's a spiritual practice for a reason. And it is not a linear path. It's going to go up and down and all around and take you on that journey. But that's what's so beautiful if you're open to it. And your intuition, most of the time I have found, is going to lead you to the simplest things or the things that you love to do when you were a child and you just haven't done in a long time. Mine lately has been saying to go lay in my yard, which I used to do when I was little. I used to lay in my grandparents' yard and look at the sky. And I couldn't even tell you the last time that I did that. And I truly believe, yes, we're here to have like an earthly experience and learn lessons and all of that kind of stuff. But I really think we're here to experience joy. The kind of joy that we can experience here on earth is not something that your soul can experience anywhere else. And that's why you came here at this point in time, at this juncture, to feel that joy in every particle of your being. And yes, it's going to take you low sometimes, but we have that duality for a reason. Then you remember how good it feels when it's feeling kind of shitty. And then vice versa, like it doesn't stay forever. I actually have a Robert Frost poem tattooed on me, nothing gold can stay. And that's my reminder that everything is cyclical. And so enjoy it while it's happening because it's going to shift it's inevitable. It's not going to stay in that state of bliss or that state of shit forever. And it's what you do going through it that matters. And that makes a difference for you and your path. And a thousand percent, you will have so many boulders put in your way. If you're not listening to the universe, it's going to start with little rocks, little taps, little nudges. And then if you're not listening, they're going to get bigger and bigger and bigger until you have to listen. And no one wants to get to that point, but I feel like we do as a society because we don't want to listen or it's scary. It is so scary to put our trust in ourselves because if our inner knowing is wrong, then we're wrong and we can't blame that on anybody else. And that's scary for the mind. The mind wants to put the blame elsewhere, but isn't it also kind of freeing to think that you're a completely sovereign being and what you're doing is a hundred percent within your control. It is, it absolutely is. If you allow yourself to not be swayed by what others want of you, even what Tiffany and I want of you, shit, listen to this and let it go in one ear and out the other. That's a thousand percent fine. (laughs) As long as you're making your decision from your own sovereign being, that's all that we want for you. That is so important. And, and Tiff, I want to, I want your input on it too, is I think that as women also is I was a hairstylist for 30 something years and I was an educator. And when I stood behind the chair, I think one of the most heartbreaking things that I encountered were the women who sat in my chair. And I would say, you know, what do you want to do? When was the last time you loved your hair? What did it look like? And they would start talking. And then I was like, okay, well, you know, let's go ahead and do this kind of cut. Or they'll be like, oh no, my husband won't let me. 
or, you know, my boyfriend likes my hair long or, oh, I don't, I don't know what my mom would think of that color, or I don't know what my friends would think. And I, and I, it would just, it would rock me to my core. And it's so funny that this comes up because you see my hair now. Well, those that are listening, don't get to see my hair now. I'm going back to my Mohawk. I miss it. And it was so funny when I moved here, I let everything grow out because I needed to be sensible. And it's time to realize that sensible, it's about you and what you want to do. It has nothing to do. Yes, we want to be in a harmonious space with our spouses or our partners. Yet at the same time, you are that sovereign being. So Tiff, what's your take on it? So you mentioned when you hit the middle of your life. So I, t- I turned 40 earlier this year. Um, and for me, I have been asking the universe to show me my true purpose for years, probably around the age of 31, 32. By 35, I, I knew I was a healer, didn't know how the hell I was going to do it because um, Reiki was not something that I thought I was going to do. But what I will say is that we have many lives, but in this one life, the whole goal and purpose is for you to seek and find the truth. We're all on different paths to the same place, and that's the truth. If you're living your life trying to please someone else, or you know, you have all these expectations that you have put in front of yourself and it's holding you back, that's a miserable life. Um, I hate to see people who work all of their lives and never get a break. And they're like 80 years old, just now retiring. And life is pretty much over, right? Um, And I think one thing that uh, this COVID thing has taught me is that I'm going to live and I'm going to make sure everybody who comes in contact with me lives too. So I'm going to take that trip. We're going to go outside and look at leaves. I mean, take in the little things. It can be whatever it is or whatever that means for you. But I think that life, you only, you only get one shot at this one, so don't fuck it up. Um, <laughs> but what I will say is that when you, when you get the freedom of not caring what anyone thinks, which happened to me when the market crashed 2011, 12, me and my husband, we had just purchased our first house. I feel like we were both doing well in our career. We just had this cute little baby. And then shit went wrong in the economy. And we had to walk away from this beautiful house we had just purchased. I mean, everything happens for a reason. Like it was in the worst school district now that I realize it. Like it was way out in the suburbs, which isn't for me. But at the time I was like, oh my God, what is this person gonna think if I have to walk away from my house? What is, and then something came to me and was like, who gives a fuck? (laughs) And as soon as, as soon as me and my husband were on the same page, it's like, I could care what anyone thinks. It was so freeing. And I think from there, I was able to like get a job, leave a job, go high in a job if I wanted to or not. Like I started taking control of my life and everything and every everybody that I let into it. So I think the whole purpose of life is like live and ask yourself, like, are you truly living? Because a lot of you may ask yourself that question, you may realize like, I'm not, you know, I have so many hangups and holdups and I'm trying to please everyone but myself. So just live. That's my oh. take on that. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> like I'm just like sitting here going and people when I do these podcasts the the guests that I have it's so funny because the universe is like okay Julie you've been asking for this so I'm just going to put these people in your path and they're going to say what you need to hear and I it's like who are you allowing into your circle and who is in your boat because some people are going to be rowing and some people are going to be drilling holes and you obviously want the people that have an oar in their hand and not a drill and I, and I was sharing with uh, my group on Facebook is that I like to think of myself as Saturn. And so you're like this whole entity planet. And then you have this white space around you. And then you have rings. You get to choose who comes in your white space and you get to choose who is in your rings. And then there's going to be some people that they don't even get to be in the ring. They get to be way out in an alternate universe and they don't get to even be anywhere near your gravitational pull. And I think that as women, that's so important. We get so worried about, well, if I don't like this person, I can't, I have to still let them in my life because, you know, what would, what would my mom say? And, you know, don't be mean, don't say no. And I remember watching Oprah one time, and I think it was Dr. Oz that she had on there. And we, as women, we have this intuition, like Victoria was saying, is that we have this intuition but yet we are the only animal in the animal kingdom that will know that we are supposed to run for our lives and go, hmm, I don't want them to be mad at me. I mean, you walk up to an elevator, the elevator door opens and there's Freddy Krueger and we go, oh, I don't want to offend him and just say, no, I'll take the next elevator. We like get in with the hatchet man and go and then wonder when we get stabbed. Oh, see, look at what life just happens to me. Everything always bad always happens to me. And, you know, I just got on the elevator because, you know, what would so-and-so think? And and I think that, Victoria, your look on your face, you're like, oh, I need to talk about this. Girl, take it away. Oh, I'm just dying laughing because it's so true. Like we throw ourselves under the bus for so many other people. I was just thinking about my circle of friends and I have many that are my friends from high school. I came from a really small town. I have many that I've met along the way. I have my spiritual sisters now, and I just don't have time for people that aren't going to fill my cup too. And that could be selfish, but that's fine. I don't have time to baby you or have your negative energy in my life. And that's not to say that I don't take care of my friends. I'm very loyal. If you're my friend, I will go to the ends of the earth for you. But I had to learn the hard way with a good friend that three strikes are out. Like I can't, I can't keep giving you chances and it frees up your energy in such a beautiful way. We have so many energy vampires on us at any given time that have plugged energetic cords into our bodies. This obviously isn't like a conscious thing, but even if someone, for example, envies you and says, oh man, I envy that that Julie's just out there living her life. She's doing her thing. I wish I could do that. You think that's good because they want to emulate you, but they could still be plugging an energetic cord into you that's sucking some of that from you. And so being protective of your energy is of the utmost importance because you only have so much of it. And the more that it's leaking or being pulled by other things, it's just keeping you from living your best life, from living your highest purpose, from giving all of your energy to the things that matter. And so protecting your energy, not to scare anyone, is also just really important and something that we talk about a lot at Spirit Mamas 
is we check for energetic cords, energy blockages. I mean, whether or not you believe in any of that stuff, you can, with your intuition, tell the second you meet someone what their energy is and whether it's attacking yours or pulling from you. And so all of this to say that the next time the elevator opens and Freddy Krueger is there, just take a second and check in and see how you feel because your body will tell you. Your body won't lie. Your mind may try and cover it up, but you'll know in your gut, in your heart, in wherever that is and in your body that tells you these things, um, just start to listen. And you might be surprised that someone that looks like an angel on the outside is really not you know, having your best interest at heart. I think uh, one of the things that I practice and I teach my clients is whether or not you believe in the woo, it's totally okay. Eventually you will believe in the woo because there will be enough woo in your life that you're like, ah, shit, those women were right. I didn't want to believe the woo. I'm just going to call it something else. Girl, call it whatever you want to call it. You can call it whatever. You can name it Santa Claus. If that makes you happy, then call the woo Santa Claus. But what I teach my clients is before you go to bed, before you climb into your bed, whether you're by yourself or spouse or partner, or whatever, is that I always teach my clients to stand there and just simply say, I release myself from all attachments. I release myself from all the people, whether it was via social media, a phone call, because this can happen. You're scrolling social media and you are attaching to the people and the stories and the things that you see. And it's all unconsciously. So I always say, just start at the top of your head and take your hands and put them over the top of your head and pretend that you are in a Jackie Chan movie and just go and cut them down and just go all the way down your body. And I just got chills everywhere, but go all the way down your body, go across the back and go through the sides and just say universe or archangels, whoever, Archangel Michael, whoever it is that you want to call on God, Gus, which is God, universe, spirit in my world, whatever you want to call on, just take away all these energetic attachments. Let me be free when I go to sleep and rest my head gently on my pillow and then just do the Jackie Chan and do all the little smooth moves and your, your spouse or your partner might look at you a little bit weird, but eventually you guys will be doing like the Jackie Chan together. So <laughs> Tiff, what do you think? My dog is barking. So <laughs> no, I agree. I do that at night. Like in anytime I feel off, like last night, Victoria knows we had an amazing energy circle last night for some, um, we have a membership. And so with that, you get like a monthly session with Victoria and myself. And it's just a container where we do Reiki, Akasha, whatever. And so um, right before my mother-in-law, her energy just, took over my entire home to the point where even my husband was like mom like get off the phone and so I get upstairs and I'm like Victoria like hold on y'all let me burn some sage like I gotta get my energy back right well afterwards I mean it was a beautiful session but afterwards like I still was done like I could feel it in my stomach and my throat the tension was just there and I was like I release this because this energy does not belong to me and it's funny, like, I don't, I don't do the whole Jackie Chan, but I do kind of like cover myself like this and just kind of let it go and kind of imagine like a, a white clear bubble kind of taking me and encapsulating me. Um, but no, I agree with that totally. Like, if it's not yours, don't take it with you, especially to bed. Like, 
those will bring nightmares and I'm a dreamer and I don't, I don't need those nightmares. <laughs> so. Well, and as women here, once again, here it comes is that we feel responsible to take it on because you know what, I'm going to fix them. I am going to fix her. And especially when you're a healer, I didn't know I was a healer. Well, unconsciously I knew, but logically I'm like, no, no, I don't want to go down the woo road. No, please. And then when you realize that, then you just want to fix everybody. And so I have to, you know, one of the, the journeys that I've taken is to understand that when my friends are talking to me, it's, they're talking to me as Julie, the friend, not Julie, the coach. And so I have to remember and dial it back and not go into full on coach mode and, you know, oh, your unconscious wants you to do this and this and this. It's like, oh, Julie, just, just listen. And at the end of the day, just detach and just say, I release. It's not mine. Universe, you can have it back. I like to toss it into the, to the flames of the Phoenix and allow it just to burn because it's not going to burn you. The fire that you're going through in your life right now, it's not burning you. It's asking you to allow it to burn what no longer serves you. And if we don't make that distinction and allow it, then it feels like it's burning us. And then we're like, nope, I'm going to retreat back to safety and it's safe back here. But you're like Victoria said in the beginning, it is calling you. It is your, your dreams, your passion, what you were designed to do has been calling you for forever. So it's like, please listen, please listen. So I want to like talk to you guys for like the rest of the whole day because y'all just made new best friends. I don't care what you say. You can never get rid of me. I'm going to be like an octopus to your face. I'm just going to be right there. So and excuse the, the noise of the dog behind me in the crate. I have one last question for you and I want to hear both of your answers and I don't even care if we go over time. So the women that are listening right now that are going, oh, okay, well, that's really great. That's awesome. But you guys just don't understand what a dark space I'm in. What would, what's one piece of advice that you would give them to, I am so sorry. He is just loud right now. Thank you, sir. Good grief. This is real time people. This is real time. And I'm just really not good at editing. So it's just going to be there. So for the woman who's sitting in the shit pit right now, who just doesn't feel like they can do anything, what is one piece of advice that you would, and I want to hear from both of you, what is one piece of advice that you would give them to start to get out of the darkness? So um, like I mentioned before, I've been in the darkness quite a few times in my life uh, to the point where I was thinking about taking my life. Um, abusive relationships at a young age. And what I, the piece of advice that I do have is that even though you feel like you don't have any support, because a lot of times when you're going through the shit, you do feel alone. You are not. You have support, a lot of support. I can see it as I close my eyes and I'm closing my eyes right now because the amount of support that we have on a spiritual level is, it's uncomprehensible. What I will say is that sit in those feelings. Um, I feel like a lot of times when we're in that pit, we, we know that we're there, but we don't want to acknowledge what that means for us. And so it's okay to analyze your feelings and really take in how you're feeling in that moment. Ask yourself, why do I feel this way? 
And then what I do is I, I do mirror work. And so even when I'm in the shits, I mean, I've been sit, I've sat in the bathroom on the floor in the dark and I'll do this. Look at yourself in the mirror, look into your eyes because that is where you can see into your soul and your spirit. And even though it may seem broken, I want you to start with a few affirmations that can bring you back to self and just start with, I am loved. And even if it feels like you aren't, that's the one place that you can go to because whether you believe in God, the universe, spirit, or nothing at all, you are loved. The fact that you are here breathing in this moment is a miracle. So start with, I am loved. I am loved. I am loved. And you can say that three times in between breaths when you're at your lowest moment. And you will be so surprised at how that just opens your heart space. But know that you are not alone. You really aren't. And like you said, Julie, like when you're in that dark space, like you come out of it. Like it never, it never is consistent. It never stays. It's just a part of life. Sometimes you're going to be in the valley and sometimes you're going to be on the mountaintop and sometimes you're going to be in between. But if you learn how to flow through that, even when it feels like you can't, you'll be surprised at just how much stronger you, you will become and then who you will actually be able to help because you'll have a story to tell someone. Oh, I love that, Tiff. You have to feel the feelings. And as scary as that is sometimes because you think the feelings can't go any lower and then they do, you have to feel them. As long as you begin to move that energy, there is light at the end of the tunnel. However, that feels good to you. If it's going for a walk, even if you don't feel like it, if it's journaling, if it's stopping to take that breath, you have to move the energy in your body to get any of those emotions up and out. And you have to feel those emotions in your body. So I personally, when I'm having a low day, will stop and breathe and visualize where in my body is that emotion trapped? Is it trapped in my chest? Is it trapped in my stomach? Is it trapped in my hip? Tap into that and notice it. And then notice what size it is. Is it really big? Is it really small? Give it a shape. And as you continue to breathe or journal, notice how it begins to dissolve. For me, honestly, breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth over and over again is the easiest way for me to dissolve emotion within the body. And you've got to feel it in the body to get it out. You can't, um, you really can't transmute it any other way, to be honest, or I haven't found any other way, but it can be as simple as breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth, noticing if the shape gets smaller and smaller and your mind wants it to be working. And so allow yourself to visualize that, that it's getting smaller, that it's getting smaller and give yourself a number. Maybe it starts at a 10 and maybe halfway through it's a five and maybe it doesn't get all the way to one. Maybe it only gets to a three that day, but that's progress. And I think that's a beautiful reminder that it's about progress, not perfection. And that it's okay to feel better one day and then go back to feeling like shit the next. That's actually really normal. And so don't think that you're not making your way forward because you take two steps back one day. That's okay. That's still progress. And you may feel three steps better the next day, keeping on and keeping moving through it. Exactly as Tiffany said, you're not only healing and helping yourself, even if you just tell one person about what you went through, you're helping someone else. That's the most beautiful thing. I think anyone listening, you are 
so much stronger than you think you are. And you have such a beautiful fire inside of you. Everyone has a Phoenix inside of them. That's just waiting to be tapped into at any given moment. No one's going to come rescue you. You are the hero of your own story. You deserve to lift yourself up and rise again. With that, uh, we come to a close of another amazing episode. And um, I'm just so grateful for the two of you. I am just, and it's so funny because I, I didn't say it at the beginning, this gal messaged me on Facebook and she said, Hey, I found your podcast. It's awesome. I have these women that I think would be a great fit. And at first I was like, what, where did you come from? And now I know it was the universe saying, Hey, Julie, you, you need these women in your life. So I am so grateful for you. I am so honored by your presence. I am going to, in the show notes, have all of their links, how to get a hold of them, find them, friend them, follow them, get into their world because it is, it is a beautiful energy in their world. Any last thoughts? I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I feel very grateful in this moment to even have crossed your path, Julie. And so thanks for having us. Same. I just, I can't stop smiling. You're such a unique, beautiful soul, Julie. So thank you for what you're doing and how you're inspiring women across the globe. And just, oh, I'm just so excited. You're not getting rid of us either. Yay. (laughs) It's awesome. So with that, my friends, I am going to close the way that I always close. And today there may be a tear shed, but what the hell is my podcast? I can cry if I want to. Uh, Here's the deal. And I say this to you every single time, please understand that I mean every single fucking word that I am about to tell you is that you are enough. You were born enough. You are enough as you are sitting right now. You're not too tall. You're not too short. You're not too fat. You're not too skinny. You're not too light. You're not too dark. You are just divine perfection. You are stardust wrapped up in a human experience. And if you could only see the divine light that shines out from your eyes, you would never doubt your greatness again. So with that, my friends, have an amazing day and we will see you next week. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. I appreciate you. And remember, you are loved, you are treasured, you are adored, you are worthy, and you are so more than enough. I hope that you were inspired. And if you were, please feel free to download, share, and leave a comment. I would be eternally grateful. Thank you so much and have an absolutely magical day.